So this week on Three Sides of the Coin, again, you have the dynamic duo of mm -hmm. Martha. Boom. We, t we go over the kind of board here, people. We, can't, we go everywhere. We talk about Kiss. Um, we talk Spurs. about... The, the the lovely city in um in Atlanta Georgia, <laughs> the lovely city in Georgia, which you'll listen to and you'll get it. And we talk about upcoming Kiss shows and our favorite bootlegs in audio and video form. So there you go, boom, nutshell for the hour. This is three sides of the coin, talking all things. Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. So we're recording now. We're ready. We're rocking and rolling here. So, uh, so the, the 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 three sides, uh, brave three sides uh, fans here, our uh, listeners, devotees, enthusiasts, whatever we want to call them. Do they like uh, us? They like us. I hope, I hope so. I mean, it really doesn't matter because I'm just going to sit here and bloviate anyway. I don't give a shit. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm in the basement. You're here. I'm here. We're going to talk for about an hour and talk about some kiss stuff and probably insert a few more things in along the way and hey, what are you going to do so yeah. we are here to talk kiss for you this week and uh yeah. you know uh you know we kicked around a few ideas uh, of things we want to talk about and share with the fans and our other fellow kiss geeks um but uh before we get going um lisa anything that you want to talk about uh, just off the top of your head or no, I do want to mention that the KISS tour is back up and running, which I think is awesome. Everybody is healthy and doing well. So um, I'm excited. It's like now, the train back is rolling. Choo -choo. Amen. Matter of fact, you and I did talk about this, I think, after the last show um, with Tommy. I think I don't know if we were recording when we were talking about it but it's all official now for tommy tommy and i will 100 percent be flying down to florida you gonna come down and see us in tampa well, that's right that's the 15th or the 8th of october is in west palm and tommy and i'll be there and then the 9th which is a saturday see lisa this works out perfect uh saturday in in uh What's this home? Oh, my buddy of mine, the Kiss Rock and Brews in LA right now, just texted me. But, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Tommy and I will then be in Tampa on the 9th. So, uh, if you're you down, Tampa, the, why aren't you not coming up to Georgia on the 10th? Because that, uh, as they say, uh, in, in the uh, religious world is our day of rest. So, we're going to, uh, <laughs> just uh relax on the 10th and then on monday the 11th we're gonna go see ace and alice in tampa and then uh we're gonna fly home to our respective cities i'm actually bringing my good buddy joe with me as well 
um, you longtime Three Sides fans, if you remember long, long, long time ago, we did an episode, a Cheap Trick Kiss split episode, where we talked about Cheap Trick. Um, my buddy Joe joined uh, joined me for that, and uh, he's going to be flying down to uh, to for all the Florida fun, too. So uh, if you're going to be at, at uh, any of those three shows, the two Kiss shows or the Ace and Alice show in Tampa, um, make sure you say hi and we're hoping Lisa will come down and, and join us. Um, you know, I just realized I have the kids are out of school on Friday. They are, but I... <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we are, honey, honey, shushy, shushy. No, not a couple Fridays from now. Uh, they're out of school on Friday, and Brian and I we were actually planning like going somewhere, and then we realized that. He has a gig Friday night, and then we have a birthday party Saturday, and then Kiss is on Sunday. So our weekend is like shot. It's and not shot. It's, 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 it's packed of stuff. But you know what, though? I feel bad just because um, we can't. Hold on a minute. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, now, you always got to be a mom. I know, right? It never ends. <laughs> I just heard. No, you listen. Um, um, no, I, I, I feel kind of bad because we were all going to go somewhere, but he has a gig on that Friday and I can't, I can't leave the kids, you know, it's, okay. I got to be a mom. Be responsible. I got to get it. Well, we're going to go down and, uh, relive our uh, our pirate youth as we used to uh do you know i shared that story a couple weeks ago how uh, it's how it felt you know back in the day when all my friends and i would would travel you know around to go see kiss or go to yeah. the expos you know it was just such a fun innocent time you know just go 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 now we're just gonna kind of go kind of go kind of go <laughs> it's like now it's like you take a day and nap a little you know you gotta take well, a little that's, like you said because because Alice is in West Palm Beach on the tenth, but I don't want to drive back to fucking West Palm Beach. I want to sit my fat ass by the pool, man. I'm not doing. It's funny because I was talking to Tommy a little bit ago, and he's like, oh, you know, on our day off, he wants to go take some pictures and stuff at this one park. And I'm like, that's like ninety minutes from where we're at. And I'm like, you can just go. <laughs> yeah, you can go. I'm just gonna sit right here. Exactly. You know? Yeah, we. Um, so, uh, I remember, like. Remember the Kiss Expos? There was like once a month or one. Oh, every yeah. once it was like there was something like back to back. And I remember going and, and I would just keep going all night, and you know, stay up. And then I'd have to get up to work in the morning. I mean, the last one I went to, the last one in India, I'd take a little nap when I got up there. Like, I remember. Yeah, that's right. Remember? <laughs> I, well, I came in. I took a little nap. I watched the love boat. I mean, and then around eight, I was like, eh, I think I can get out now. <laughs> yeah so we're uh so you know and and that's a funny thing i mean i'm gonna have a, a very busy kiss schedule coming up because um you know i'm gonna be in florida the weekend and then the following weekend uh, the 15th here in detroit kisses in detroit and then just about two weeks later and this is the build-up dun 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 two weeks later what happens the kiss cruise well, you know what? I so, still have another chance, Mark, because there is one in 2021, 2020. 
too. Well, hold on. That's what they that's what they announced. That doesn't yeah. you know. So there's a little card. I should have gone to this. I should have gone to this one for my 50th birthday. That should have been my present, but are you a 10 timer? I am. Yep. 10 out of 10, baby. Isn't that like 10 time 10 time lieutenant or something? I think it says, well, I don't, you know what? A lot of people wear these. I like almost never do. I mean, not that they're not cool. It's just, you know, do they mean anything? As they say, ain't, ain't my thing. I just, you know, I don't even know. I really know just people like wearing them. Oh, okay. I didn't know. This is, is I am a 10. You got a discount. If I had a discount, star admiral. that's what it is. Oh, 10 star. My camera. 10 star admiral. And here's the things I really like. I like the luggage tags. You know, can you see these or is it too dark? You gotta pull, push up, go closer to the camera. I don't know where the fucking camera is. Hold bring on. It bring it down, bring it down. There you go. Right can there. you see that? I see Good. it says Kiss Crew Psycho Circus. Okay, so you can read them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. And there does well, you know, some guy, I think it might have been John Cataldo. He had him lined up. He took a picture of them all. Yeah, I saw it, John. I'm Facebook friends with John. He's a great guy too. Yeah. So, yeah, I did see his. I, you know, it's funny because I, Liz and I, the very first Kiss Cruise, we put our luggage tag on our luggage. I don't know why. I never do stuff like that. We did, and it just on our last trip it broke. Not not the tag itself, but the thing holding it. We still we got it. Hold on, I'm gonna go turn the light on because I wanna. Well, hold on. How well can you see that? I like when you're doing this because it's fun. It's like opening a gift. Much better than my um, animal. Do you see that? Do you see that? <laughs> I can see it. Move it closer, though. Perfect. That's really cool. I want that really bad. You should. I, let me tell you. Uh, really just, cool. just look at the back. Just look at the picture in the back. Oh, that's neat. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's so cool. Now, like let me tell you. Alan, and this should be on the show in the in the next few weeks at some time. Uh, we just got to work it out. I want to wait till Michael's back. Yeah, you know, and then I just think it's better if all of us are are on. And but I, I spoke to Alan, and you know, I I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to help out a little bit, a couple few things that are on there are mine um, or from my collection, and I got a friend of mine um, involved who shared some kiss pictures from both the Alive 2 and Creatures of the Night tour that nobody in this audience or anywhere for that matter has ever seen because this is the first time that my buddy allowed them to be published. So, you know, this you book, get that book? Um, <clears throat> Kiss in Japan, I think is the, I'll, I'll get the website. Um, but if, uh, if you go to, um, if you go to like our website, I think Alan posted on there. If okay. not, I'll, you know, maybe we can tag it on this episode or whatever. But it's really cool. I'm... It's, it's fucking insane. I'm just not showing pictures just out of respect for Alan and the book because, you know, some, some doofuses are already starting to, you know, post some pictures out of the book. You know, it's funny too. I've had people kind of notice this about, about me, not even, not only on Facebook, but even on the show, you know, when I first got on Facebook, I, I, I posted some really rare posters that I had just because I thought people would be cool. And don't get me wrong, 99.9% right. of the people were. Next thing I know, literally weeks later, and, and trust me, these are mega rare posters that, you know, I know people that 
didn't even know they exist. Next thing you know, there's really shitty, you know, no. horrible copies that people are trying to, and it wasn't people. I should just like a person all of a sudden is like, hey, I can take that image and that image. And so, you know what? I, I don't really like showing like some <laughs> the rare stuff because everybody's going to ruin it. People are not everybody, but one person. How do you say that? Uh, what did the Osmonds used to sing? One bad apple don't spoil. No, but uh, you know, <laughs> you get. Uh, I'm a kid from the '70s, but you know, why does why do people got to do that? Because they're idiots. You, you know, and then they're not even good copies. They're terrible, and I don't know, man. That just ain't right. <laughs> so, so I, I just, somebody would do that. Well, I know it's funny because Alan posted. After his book came out, there was some guy started taking, you know, the unpublished photos and started putting them online. And I'm like, you know, really, just buy the book and enjoy it. That's all. You don't have to, I don't know, or wait till it's out of print or whatever. It just, I don't know. I just think it's tacky. That's all. But, yeah, that is really stupid. You know, I get it, though. I mean, hey, you know, I, we'll put it this way. If I remember what the guy was doing is he was like cropping the po photos and like posting them like they were his. That's that's the problem. You know, if I were to open up the book and show you a couple of my buddy's photos or some of the stuff that's, you know, from my collection, that's a little different, you know. But to have somebody, you know, all of a sudden start cutting and pasting and, you know, posting them online like they're his or he discovered them or something. It's like, what's the point? <laughs> it's just silly that's all and again it's always just one or two people that ruin the whole thing for for everybody else well that's the way it always is you know that's why some people can't we can't have nice things yes, yes. you feel like you you feel like your parents you, you can't have nice things you, you, know, you just can't have nice things oh my god that's so funny but uh anyways like i said you know kiss cruise is coming up the band's touring Look at James there. Hey, how's football going? Good. You're, you're, oh, look at that. The kids are just all over today. I know. I know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay, everybody get out. Come on, man. They have to see me. Yeah. I'm the favorite, not you. Max. See what happens? See what happens? I'm her okay, everybody get away. I'm her favorite child. <laughs> Mark, aren't you happy yours are all grown up? Yeah, I am actually, and and no longer living here. <laughs> I got a long way to go. Actually, well, I, I don't. Actually, I do not. I only have like four years to go. Four. Well, she'll be fourteen. Yeah, but you'll still have James. Isn't James older? No. Uh -oh. Well, I forgot about him. It's like uh -oh. James is not older. No, I know. No, that's what I just said. You're not. So he'd be like okay. four. Four and then eight. Yeah, crap. Twelve. <laughs> uh, are we recording? All right. <clears throat> yeah, both mine are, uh, are are out of the house and on their own. It's uh, it's you know. Don't you miss it a I, little bit though, don't you? Do you miss it a little? I do. I do. I I miss the, you know the, the silly stuff. I guess you know. You know that's the thing is people are like oh, I can't wait for them to get out of the house, but then. Then they leave, and then there's there's parts are like missing, you know. 
That's true. But I will tell you what I don't miss. And this is what I was talking to my brother about this today because his kids are like your age or still. And I said, today's today was garbage day. Liz and I, between the two of us, barely get one bag of garbage <laughs> takeout in the week. You know, whereas, you know, two years ago, it was you know, easy four bags. I'm taking out the garbage is actually a chore. And now it's <laughs> now it's like, you know, I'll take our half a bag of garbage. If I need to, I'll just throw it in the back of my pickup truck. And you just take put it, it in your, put like in the, like the bags you get from the grocery store. That, there it is. Literally, there literally. I could, I could go weeks without taking garbage out and you, the, the garbage people wouldn't even miss it because, you know. But that's that's you know that's a plus, and let's face it, the water bills are a lot better. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you trust me. You start finding money that you didn't know you had. Well, that's how that, it was with daycare. You know, once the kids didn't have to go to, to like preschool. Oh. Brian and I calculated, or he calculated. We spent, we gave one uh, preschool ninety thousand dollars. Lisa, just both my kids went through private school. One went through a private college. If I would have sent my kids to public school, I'm not kidding. I'd be retired right now. I'm not even joking. That's how much money I spent. Well, I know. I mean, just just think about that. Just that little bit of preschool and home, a ninety grand. And imagine your kids went to private school, college. Yeah, I'd have to sell a kidney or something. Yeah, it. Uh, all, all kidding aside, though, I mean, it's money well spent. My kids are both graduated and they're working in their field and excelling and doing very well and uh, very proud of both of them. So, again, good. well, you know what? That, it's funny, though, too, because um, all through my kids growing up, I was doing all this crazy kiss stuff. You know what I mean? I was almost trying to show them, you know, you can still do the things you're passionate about and, yep. you know, still still maintain a, a fun cool life and just work hard and do the best you can and you know matter of fact we tell, we're all, that's what we tell the kids all the time you know yeah matter of fact we're, we're when the, when kiss comes back all day you know i'm taking both the kids and liz the whole family's going and you know they they dig it it's, it's fun my kids have never been on the cruise um my daughter you know she, she would just want to go to you know go to the beaches and all that stuff but my son my son you know plays the drums and plays bass and you know he, he likes the whole rock and roll thing so that that works out really see really liz well. and emily can go and go to the beach oh yeah trust me they do that well <laughs> but they also got the beach gene from their dad i mean you know it's funny because like i said earlier you know tommy and i were talking about when we're in florida um he wants to get up early on one of the, you know, our, it's actually our only day off. And I'm like, not me. <laughs> I'm walking straight down to the pool. So Where are, you, are little, you staying in Tampa? I'm staying in Clearwater. Okay. So I'm going to put my little flag up on my, uh, on my chase lounge and pick my, pick the lint out of my belly button. And, you know, <laughs> that's all I'm doing. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be my workout for the day. So, but I, do, I really, I really like the venues down there. I've, I've seen Kiss in both of these venues, uh, both nice outside venues. And plus it's Florida, you know, and in, in, in October, it's still really nice oh, down there. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. The only thing I don't like is, and, I mean, it, it being that you and I are both in the Eastern time zone, I mean, you know, 7.30, 7 o'clock, it's, you know, especially by then, it's going to be probably 6.30, you know. 
sun going down a little bit oh, too yeah. early for my liking. But other in, than- in Boston, it's weird because the sun at like five thirty, it's like oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, it's already setting. When I when I would go up and work, I'm like, <clears throat> I'd be calling the kids, and it's still it's like dark. I'm like, mom, why is it so dark there? I go, well, I mean, we're in the same time zone, but. I'm like way over here. Yeah, I'm east. farther east than you are. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm way over here. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's really cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Lisa and I were talking about some things to talk about today. And, um, you know, other than our, you know, how the new KISS tour is going. And like I said, I wanted to mention the cruise coming up. And I wanted to mention that Alan's going to be on in a little while, meaning, uh, you know, in the next few weeks at some point. Um I guess we should mention um, on the show that Michael's father has passed. And uh, I was going to actually mention that to him. Yeah, we send out our prayers and love to his family. Um, I'm, I know, Lisa, you're in the unfortunate uh, situation. Too. You're, is your, you're, I know your father's gone, correct? Mm-hmm. Mother as well? Or your mother still? No, mom, mom passed in 03 and dad in 012. Yeah. Well, so, so look, I'm in the unfortunate, the, uh, 0 for 2 club as well so it's not a fun club to, to be in but it's one we're all eventually going to be in and, yep. and uh so you know wish uh, michael uh, all the best it's a difficult time and uh you know hopefully uh hopefully in the next uh, week or two uh we can get his uh get things back on schedule and i uh, get uh everything back so three sides is back to being it's normal three sides but um, like I said, Lisa and I and I are here to talk some kiss, and uh, hopefully uh, you guys dig it. And uh, um, one of the things that I wanted to to talk about today is something that's near and dear to my heart. Love listening to the bootlegs, and wanted to know, Lisa, what? And you have to pick a video and an audio. What uh, if you sit down to watch Kiss on TV? Which I gotta admit, or even on YouTube, because. Now, I think we're all spoiled with YouTube. Yeah. But there's, I don't know, like if you're at lunch or something, like what KISS video would you put on? As, or a, what, as a bootleg, right? Well, you know what? We, I guess we, meaning people our age or in our age bracket, because I'm considerably older than you, but you were doing the same sort of things at the time. Prior to the KISSologies coming out, all those KISS visions were... Oh yeah, bootlegs. I remember that. So, yeah. yeah. So what? What show would you know? What? What one did you like? Um, what? What is there anyone that you go to a lot during? You know, like I said, any downtime or you know, if you're just flipping on your phone and you got twenty minutes, or or if you're at lunch, let what? What kiss? Uh, what kiss video do you enjoy? <clears throat> I actually have two, so I'm going to break the rules again. You um, can. I, I can say, I, yes, I am. I'm Canada. Yes. I am. Um, probably one of my favorite, and I and the the quality is really icky. <clears throat> but sometimes I think that that's what gave the bootlegs their charm. It was a little bit of the ickiness, you know. I mean, it wasn't. I agree. So nice and clear, and you know, I mean, it wasn't like horrible to watch, but it, it wasn't like pristine like they are now. But again, that's what gave it its charm. My favorite was um, Kiss Largo, 1979. No, Dynasty Tour. Love that one. Only be, and there's reasons. <laughs> it's an absolute train wreck. Train <laughs> wreck. Train wreck. Just the, the messing up of the words. Can't remember anything. Nobody knows what they're doing. But however, I liked it because I, 
not that I liked a train wreck, but it showed that to me, it showed that, you know, every, we're all human and we all make mistakes. Again, stepping back now and, and really understanding what was happening during that time period. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit more, it's more understandable to me now that it wasn't just a train wreck on the stage. There was all kind of train wreck going on within the organization as well. Um, <coughs> my second one, which is my favorite, was the, um, the Kiss Unplugged um, outtakes. Not the outtakes, but the full, full recording. Yeah, the, like, yeah, the four-hour thing or whatever, though. Love that. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. It's probably one of my, besides Largo, one of my very favorite ones. And I found, I got that somewhere. I don't even know where. Some expo, obviously. Would have been funny if I would have got it from you, Mark. <laughs> a good chance of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was the greatest, greatest video because it showed things weren't in order. Um, you know, Ace broke a string and I just, it was, it was fun to watch because I like to watch the banter in between. That was really the peak behind the, you know, the, the Oz curtain, you know, mm -hmm. don't look at the man over there. Don't look at the man. Yep. You know, and it, I think that's really... why I liked it. And I think that's why I liked it. Cause you know, I'm, I'm the type of person I like to see, I like to see here, but I love pulling back that Oz curtain. So you like to wax on and wax off? Yep. I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, even, you know, even, um, you know, when I would go like, you know, I went behind the kiss stage and I just, I, I was more enamored with, with all of the wiring and how the mics are set up and just where things are placed. And like that, that was super cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Looking at the instruments were cool too, but like me being an audio geek like that, I was just like, this is so cool. You know, I'm taking pictures of wires you know, everyone else taking pictures. I'm not taking pictures of this, of like, you know, the snakes that run through. It was awesome. So yeah, that I is, like more of that. That is very cool to be able to, to do that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, I think moving forward, less people are going to be yeah. able to, I, you know, I was very fortunate. I remember, uh, um, cause it was with Spiro. I remember doing the Elvis walk when I got to walk, I want to say it was in Sault Ste. Marie. I got to walk you know, just behind the band as they were going. Um, okay. so that was really, that was really pretty cool. I mean, that was a, that was a great kiss memory. Uh, fortunately for me, and I know for you too, Lisa, we, we've got many of them. Yes. And that's what's, that's what's, you know, that's what's making what's coming up. Like what we talked about the first 10, 15 minutes about, about, you know, the, why I'm traveling to Florida, why I'm going to the, this is it, man. <laughs> yep. This, this is, is it. it. It's either now or never. I could bust this into a song right there. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking the same thing. Right? I totally was. But it's true. I mean, this is it. You know, you can't have your woulda, coulda, shoulda moment, you know, because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen, especially as you're seeing these, you know, God, I'm not God forbid, but as you're starting to see these musicians that we grow up with, um, you know, they're not getting any younger and, you know, they'll either, you know, they'll leave a tour and they're sick and they don't tell people and then they end up passing away and you miss that opportunity that you could have had. I mean, not of course, sudden things, but, you know, take the opportunity and go when you can, because you just never know 
There's no, there will not, you can never say, well, I'll do it next year. See, that's what I'm afraid of. I keep putting off this cruise, right? Guess who's going to be the one that's going to have the woulda, coulda, shoulda moment? Did you see, and this goes out to everybody in, uh, in Three Sides Land. <laughs> I don't know how this bodes for the boat. And, and I'm going to get on to, you know, we're going to keep talking about the bootleg thing. But uh, really quick, the sixth man is, is offering no money down. Get on the cruise, play now, pay later. I've never seen that ever. Whoa, 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 whoa. For this cruise or for next This year? cruise right now. You can get on the boat N-O-W for no money down. It might cost me $10,000 because I'll be by myself or be like some big luxury cabin that no one else could afford and I got to pay out the butt. <laughs> No, I, let me tell you, there's plenty of, you got to remember, I mean, usually half the boat is Americans and the other half are people from overseas or Canada. You're right. And they can't, they can't, <clears> and they can't come. So, um, oh yeah, it makes a lot of sense now. Well, that's why they're doing it. They're not doing it because they want to be nice. <laughs> no, uh, that would, that was the last thought from my head that they wanted just to be nice. <laughs> yes. No, I'm not now. I mean, I was just thinking because they had maybe it wasn't just, it wasn't full because people were scared and they canceled. I didn't even think about everybody that came over from. I know I know I see them from Mac, from the Mexico, from South America, from Spain. Oh, I I know. Wow, I didn't even think of that's huge. That's a that's a big wow. There's time. No, I know, Nasina. I'm like. <laughs> and let me think if i put it out to the to this audience if anyone would want to join lisa and share a room with her i'm sure we could get uh, a few volunteers <laughs> you know i'm telling you one day it's like i keep saying one day one day and all kidding aside you could get you could get a a fairly inexpensive room right now if you wanted to go i'm looking maybe, right now yeah and maybe grab a friend or see if brian wants to go or whatever i mean i don't think that's you know, couldn't it be an issue. Hey, getting getting back to uh, to kiss bootlegs, Lisa. Being that you do like the behind the scenes sort of stuff, and we haven't gotten to your audio yet, but do you do you have the Lakeland rehearsal from '79? No, I do not. That is a that's one of my favorites. It's not my choice. We'll get to that later. But there's a great, great, which is pretty, I put it this way. If you're watching this show, I'm betting most of you either have heard it or have heard of it. But there's a great Dynasty soundboard rehearsal from Lakeland, Florida. That's where Ace got shocked, right? Well, that that was, but that was in 77. So that was different. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. This is, right. this is Dynasty tour. And boy, you, they're the snark in, in that and... You can tell Paul was already a little sick of Peter. Um, <laughs> um, even before the tour started, you know, um, it, it, <laughs> they, let me tell you that that was the tour that Peter really started to fall apart musically. There's just 79. no. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, yeah, again, that's, you know. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Book now and you get free open bar included. Lisa, look, 
we're already ahead of the game. I know, but I only drink beer. It'd be a total waste for me. Why? You get open bar. That's true. That would not be a total waste. Then I always, th I always think of like open all the beer you can drink. Fruit fruit drinks, you know. All right, continue. I'm sorry. I told you I was looking. <laughs> told you. There's a lot of availability. I know. You should go. If Where I go by it? myself, it'll be $2,800. Liz and I, you put it this way, you're not going by yourself because you'll be with Liz and I and all our friends. It would cost Now, if I had a, a friend, it would cost me $1,500. There you go. All right, continue, Mark. I'm just... Anyways, um, that 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 show really does start. I, I kind of pick that because I get a lot of drum questions, you know, when people start sending and musician questions and stuff. And they're like, oh, you know, how come Peter stopped? How come basically how come Peter didn't play on Dynasty? And, you know, if you go back, he didn't even play on some of the songs on his own solo record. Um, that for whatever reason, and I don't know the exact reason, I could probably guess, like most people, I bribed substance abuse was catching up to him. Oh, yeah. And all you really have to do is A, B that with the, say, January 76, you know, a live tour video from Cobo Hall. Compare that to the Largo 79. It's a different drummer, or oh, at yeah. least somebody who pays attention to what and how he's playing. I mean, he, Peter was really good at one time. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, and, but there's a reason, you know, when Vinny Poncia didn't even want him playing on the record, that's all. They just too erratic. And yeah, I mean, look, this is well-worn uh, material I'm spewing here, you know, it, you know, it continued on and, didn't do anything for Unmasked. All he did was the video for Shandy, and that's it, man. So I mean, that was uh, such like a bizarre that, video, don't you think? You know, I, I it was bizarre, but it, it was like what do you call that foreshadowing? <laughs> yeah, I, I. It's funny because I always one of the, the fun things for me about being a Kiss fan. I think it's one of the reasons that you know um, my trajectory was linear. Lineal, excuse me. You know, I was aware of them basically from the fall of 74 on. And I didn't, I don't recall seeing the Shandy video till. Yeah. I think later. I only saw, I think I saw it like once and it was on those like, what do you call those? Like those video shows that were on like Friday nights. Yeah, but I don't, I don't ever remember seeing. I'll tell you what, I remember seeing the Sure Know Something video um, and the I Was Made for Loving You on, I want to say, the Jerry Lewis telethon. You know what I mean? That would have been in the fall of 79. And I don't remember, I know I didn't see anything from, from Unmasked. Um, and even the elder, to be honest, I don't remember seeing anything from that until, you know, they played on Fridays. And then I yeah. do remember the I Love It Loud video premiere because I, I saw yeah, it. I remember that one. I think it was, and this is not the unmasking. This is the premiere of, I want to say it was during a J.J. Jackson segment 
Um, but I do remember JJ Jackson saying they were going to show, you know, the most visual rock, greatest rock band of all time. And, and I remember when I love it loud was, uh, you know, was broadcast and how special, I mean, it's funny how special that was when you got to see kiss on TV. It like never, you know, you never got to see him on TV. I mean, other than the, the movie, but keep in mind too, this is, I don't think young fans understand like kiss meets the fan of the park. You know, it was shown once, <laughs> you know, uh, in October of 78 and it wasn't shown again for quite a few until the early eighties. Um, I don't remember any video from unmasked. Well, the Shandy video. I mean, that, I mean, there's besides the Shandy video, was there any other ones outside of that? No official ones. There's the ones from uh, pop rock in Germany. I'm talking about something you'd see on, uh, you know, like on Don Kirshner's. And yeah. Yeah. I don't recall, and somebody can correct me. I don't recall. Is that you being shown on any of those shows? Now, it, it may have been shown on a local sort of thing, but I don't think any national shows, to my recollection, no, I don't uh, remember that. And keep in mind, that was at the time, too. That was the first Kiss record uh, that didn't, you know, didn't go platinum. It barely squeaked into gold territory. There wasn't much hype. Um, I don't remember hearing anything on Unmasked on the radio at the time. And I do remember hearing I Was Made for Loving You a lot the summer of 79. It was, oh, yeah. That was hit. everywhere. I, I mean, I'm talking even on the FM rock stations. They played I Was Made for Loving You um, here in Detroit. Um, I always heard it I on mean, like the, you know, the, the top, not top 40. They called it um, not solid gold. It was like adult gold or something like that. Um, adult contemporary. Yes, yeah. adult contemporary. But again, I mean, Kiss pretty much disappeared off the radio. And, and keep in mind, in Detroit, it, you know, they played Kiss on the radio during the 70s. I heard Kiss uh, on CKLW, which was a Canadian station. Um, but it was a big AM station. Um, matter of fact, if you're familiar with the song, it's actually a Bob Seger song, but uh, then Lizzie had a hit with Rosalie. Oh, I love that song. Well, you know what that song is about, don't you? No. It's about Rosalie, the music director at CKLW. Really? Bob Seger. Yeah, she's got the tower. She's got the power. power. <gasps> I learn something new every day. That's Rose. That's, that's my. That's what Bob Seger wrote that about Rosalie, the program director at CKLW. I have to tell Brian because that's one of our favorite Thin Lizzy songs. It's, but it's not Thin Lizzy song. <laughs> it's written but by Bob. I Seger. know, but I think it's. I learn something new every day. That's a great song, by the way. What mm -hmm. a, a, I gotta admit, I do like the Thin Lizzy version a lot, but being here in Detroit, look, man, we got hit over the head with Bob Seger. I mean, you, See, you I never know. heard the Bob Seger version. It was a, it was a nice local, you know, radio hit around here. It was popular on the radio. I remember when I first heard uh, Thin Lizzy's version, I liked it a lot. I'm like, wow, they're covering a Bob Seger song. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, like I said, growing up here in Detroit, CKLW was, as a matter of fact, I know I posted, you know, if I can find it, um, I have a old ad where like, I don't know if it was CKLW, but one of the local, maybe it was WDRQ, 
but it showed how great the 70s music was because it's an ad. This ad is from 76. And it's got a picture of Kiss, picture of Aerosmith, and then it's got like uh, hot chocolate or uh, one other, the, uh, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? A soul band, you know, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And, and it was just, that's how just, you know, you, you'd hear, you know, um, did they did, did hot chocolate you sex a thing you know, oh, you said, uh, yeah i believe in even miracles where are you from you sex a thing, thing. I love you. that's a thing but i mean you heard that right alongside um you know walk this way and you heard that right alongside with beth i mean that's what was so cool about the 70s like you said and that's yeah. what, that adult contemporary we were talking about that that genre that genre of music and that format of the stations they played everything from like you said hot chocolate they actually played they played new york groove and then they would go into like like captain and tennille and then you know it's like they kept they would the the, the genre was just a mishmash but it was so awesome am gold that's what it's called am gold i I tell you what one of the things that i love i don't have serious in my car anymore i just let it you know because I have, a, you know, I still use an iPod and everything. I, I don't listen to the, and, and FM radio is unlistenable now. It's Oh, I know. I, I always talk and crap. I always joke. I'm like, well, you know what? How often can you hear? It's like every 20 minutes here in Detroit for some reason. I don't know why they did this. They've been doing it now since the, fuck, the last 20 years. You can go literally 15 minutes without, could you please go literally 15 minutes without playing Smells Like Teen Spirit? <laughs> I'm like every I always I have a little like running joke with myself if I don't listen to the radio for a while like maybe once every two months I'll put it on and I'll say to myself I'm gonna put on the rock station until they play either smells like teen spirit or Jeremy and I'm not kidding I I, I rarely get more than five songs in with you know smells like teen spirit or Jeremy I'm like dude it ain't the mid fucking 90s can we can we move on Thank you. No, those are the worst. Just two are the absolute worst songs ever. I don't like either. I gotta admit. Ama thing. Ama thing, as they say. Nope. No, thank you. I thought you were coughing. No. What was that? Is that Brian? Yes. (laughs) He was playing Smells Like Teen Spirit just for you. God, I fucking cannot stand that song. I, I, I will tell you, it's funny too with with Nirvana. I actually like In Utero way better than the earlier, other than the earlier stuff. I like the cover of that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, again, that's just a band that went whoop, right over my fucking head. Um, I don't, I don't get it in any way, shape, or form. Um, Brian is totally fucking with you right now. Oh, I see. Is he going to play more? Uh, he was playing Jeremy. Oh, that's even worse. I, that's another band. I think they're okay. I just never got into Pearl Jam. Either. I mean, either. And I mean, I don't have anything against them. It's just they just weren't my cup of tea. You know, I just, I just, I just couldn't get into them. That whole mumble singing thing just bugs me. Because uh, then, 
then, well, then it was like, then it was, wasn't it the guy from what was big at the time? Like Creed, that guy sounded just like him. Oh yeah. I, I just, just all this mumbling and it just looked stupid too. It just, I just marbles. That's what it was. Not <laughs> just, but here's where I'm going to be a hypocrite. I, I thought Allison Chains was pretty cool. I like them. Not, I, I, no, I don't uh, like that either. Well, I remember the first time I heard that. And this is how come radio used to be great. I first time I heard that was on 98 Rock in Tampa. Because I've been going to Tampa my whole life. I mean, I go down there probably a half dozen times a year. I'm down there like every other month. So I remember... I'd never heard Man in the Box when it came out because they weren't playing it yet in Detroit. And I was on one of my Tampa jaunts and I was down there and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, I heard that on 98 Rock and then I heard it like another hour or two later. And then I remember going to the mall going, what's this? I know it's, they're like Alice Cooper. I'm like, no, 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 it's Alice (laughs) something. They're like, we don't know. So I went and I found the cassette you know this is back in that day so i'm on a cassette of uh you know and i'm like alice in chains and i'm like and i'm flipping around like man in the box i'm like yeah that's that's it that's the one yeah i really really i like that song a lot that's a good song i like i like them they're good same thing with soundgarden i i i think they're good too generally speaking (laughs) my 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 take on them though early on was like if i want to listen to black sabbath i'll just listen to black sabbath because yeah. i thought and it's funny too and i'm going to get some hate stuff for this it's the same thing with ghost although they do change a lot i mean when they first came out i'm like god these guys just sound like bloister cult so much it's not even funny i'd rather just listen to bloister cult <laughs> so, what's, the, what's but, the lead guy's name a ghost pompous emptarinus M- whatever his name I, I don't know it's just Papa, the whole, Papa somebody I, Oh, no, maybe Again, this is this is the weird part coming from me, a huge Kiss fan. I just, I, don't know, I just just don't dig the image. I just think the whole thing's silly. But yeah. I, look again, that being a Kiss fan is that like the stupidest thing I could say? <laughs> it really is. It really is. But I just didn't get into the whole satanic chant thing during. The, I just I'm like, wah, wah, you know, yeah, you know, whatever, dude. I mean. I, if that's what you enjoy, go ahead. But I'm not. not yeah, I, it's funny though too because I'm I'm almost that way. Not almost. I'm that way with uh, um, Marilyn Manson. I like some of his tunes, but you know, at least you know Cooper kind of changed things up every once in a while. It's like I don't know. Not a not a big not a big Marilyn Manson fan. But well, I, you mentioned Alice. I, I, I'm I'm so bummed that they're not coming here. He's coming here for the shaky knees festival and there's well, lisa if you join us for the kiss show stay a day and we'll go see alice and ace together i can't i can't because i got kiss up here can't but i can't he's not he's coming here for shaky knees and there <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go down there i mean i'm sorry alice i love you i do the band is phenomenal however i am not going downtown Atlanta for Shaking East Festival. Really quick, really quick. What's going on with uh, Buckhead? They seceding? Oh, Jesus. Remember, that used to be the fancy place, remember? Yep. Not fancy no more. 
Uh-uh. I heard I heard they're trying to leave uh, leave the city behind from what I'm hearing. Yeah, well, I mean, they're technically within the city limits, I think. The city of yeah, I, I just I've been following that story from because I thought it's pretty fascinating. We won't get into all that here, but yeah, just uh, I just thought I'd say that because that's where the big mall was and everything, right? No, the bomb was in Centennial Park. No, the mall. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the mall. Yes, there is a very big mall, um, Lennox Mall. That's where um, Alice went shopping. He was here. I've one. been there. I've been there. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the where you know it's the creme de la creme of the malls. And um, Elton John doesn't live too far from there. I don't even know if he still lives there, but probably lives a couple blocks away. And that's where like our Macy's flagship store was, mm-hmm. and like just in the past two years, it has just gotten so icky. We were gonna, we always go down there for Christmas and we were like, no, I, and we almost did that day that there's shooting in the food court. Lisa, I, I've been following that story with just, I'm very interested in that story, let's just say that. Well, it, it's, it's a very interesting, if you think about that, how back, if you go back to the back in the day, I mean, I moved here in 01 and I mean, I heard that Buckhead was really cool, but I never went down there. It just wasn't my thing. But um, he, uh, you know, now when you look at just in these 20 years, how much Buckhead has changed. And again, when I came in 01, it was nothing like Brian tells me how awesome it was when he moved here in the, in the late 90s. Well, like mid 90s, it was like 90 some six or whatever hell it was. Who knows? But, you know, he said that's when Buckhead was a happening place. So just think of this little bit of time where it turned in this happening place to like a place you don't want to go anymore because you're scared. That and it is again, again so like I said, I didn't want to get into. I just figured since we were talking about it, and I'd ask you just because no, you're I there. Don't, I don't go down there. I don't go anywhere to be honest with you. That's why I'm not going to shaky knees. And it, it, for me to drive where I'm going to see Kiss, <laughs> let me tell you, it's got to be a good show. And good show to me categorizes Alice Cooper. Or kiss. That's it. So you're getting out of me to drive to that neck of the woods. No way. How many acts are on the shake? It's a shaky knees festival. It's kind of cool. It's a shaky knees festival, but it's not, it's closer than the airport, but it's just not in a good, it's not a good place either. You know, matter of fact, I have to get a layover in Atlanta. I'm uh, Ooh. Yeah, but not 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 long enough to see you though. Oh, okay. I yeah. would hey, let me tell you something. If you and Tommy had a layover, well, like, I no Tommy, hours, Tommy. I would have drove. Yes. Well, I would have no. I think. Uh, well, Tommy's flying direct. I couldn't get a direct flight to West Palm from uh, from oh, really? where. Yeah, which I thought was weird because uh, you know Delta, just like you guys, is the big hub. But Delta doesn't fly from Detroit directly to West Palm. I could go to Tampa all day long, but I didn't. I wanted to save like the two and a half hour, three hour drive to West Palm. You know what I mean? I didn't want to land and have to get in a car and drive for a couple hours. I hate, as you guys all know, I hate driving. I'm just, I want to fly everywhere. I have now, there you are. I kind of lost you from it. Sorry. Oh, it's uh, all good. I, yeah, I saw you, you were like doing. Yeah, I was you going, like- oh, I had a cough, but then I was like, what happened there? Um, <laughs> nothing like when you freeze and you're like this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're making that squinty eye, like, what's going on? Oh, next stupid face. Um, but okay, I want to get off of the Buckhead thing. But anyway, 
Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask now your, your favorite bootleg audio. My favorite bootleg audio. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a tough one. Um, <laughs> what gets the most spins? I I really like um the they call it the Lost Alive too. Um, the, it's actually Japan seventy seven. Um, I just think they were put it this way: if you if you know, it's the same show that's on. Um the kissology the april 2nd 77 oh, okay i i just love that that audio is really special to me um i remember we didn't have cable tv here in michigan um early on but hbo as you know was showing the you know basically the young music show that show it was an hour edit of that and a friend of mine my friend mike's aunt put and this is in 79 she put the little tape recorder oh, yeah. up to her tv and sent mike on little on a little kmart cassette sent that to him and i remember and this would have been in the fall of 77 or excuse me the fall of 79 i remember just sitting at his house listening to it now you know we've got a great audio of that from you know from the uh kissology but man that uh that show's pretty freaking special i that's probably my if i'm honest with myself that's probably my favorite one i like that one just because they played really really well i loved when paul did the you know the change the line in detroit rock city you know you know about uh think i'm gonna die but i don't care i just remember the first time i heard that i'm like oh my god he changes lyric you know that was really cool <laughs> and, I and i have it well I, at the time i didn't even think about stuff like that keep in mind this is i was 14 and 79 and it, when i heard it i didn't even understand i you know when you're a kid you're that age you're like well they're just gonna sound like they do on the record you know yeah. or even when you listen to Kiss Alive to me, I was just used to hearing, you know, that's how it sounded, you know. Um, that's probably one. Something else, and I've talked about this on the show before. I should almost like do a giveaway on this or something. I did a, matter of fact, my friend Joe, who's going to uh, Florida with Tommy and I, um, years ago, I took all my um, Instant Lives. Remember when they were selling those on the tour mm -hmm. back in 04? Oh, yeah, yeah. I made a comp. It's three hours long. And it's every, one, like it was every song they played on the tour. And my friend Joe and I edited it down into like, like it was one long concert. It's like I said, it's almost three hours long. Um, it's, not, it's over three CDs worth. I listen to that all the time still. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, you know, there's... I just, I don't know. I just really, we did a, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting listen and we edited it. So it, you thought it was one whole show. Ooh, you know you I mean? skills. 
Yeah. So what did I mean? It was it wasn't something. Oh, he did on a cassette player. Went you know went and did it right. You know, downloaded, crossfaded the you know each tune and changed the order and you know that sort of thing. But it's a really interesting listen. And again, I took all the instant lives, and it wasn't just the instant lives. It was also the you know the maiden you know the one they did the european sonic boom you know anyways i took the modern era of the band and this is before they did you know the re-records for sonic boom you know we had the you know the instant well, that's, that's what we did the instant lives um but it was all live you know what i mean so it was just cool at the time to hear all the you know and then i, I remember updating it after sonic boom came out and we added some more uh tracks but i did that with a, with a different friend that's where i was my mind was jumping um because then I, I remember adding like uh modern day delilah and i added uh i'm an animal you know just stuff you know what i mean uh say yeah and again at the time it was everything every song from the first album through what was current at the time yeah. every song that the band had played and uh, I actually spin that a lot. That, that like if, I, if I'm going to be in the office for a while, because again, like I said, it's three hours long. And, you know, if I'm going to be in there for a while doing stuff, paperwork, insurance stuff, just it's nice in the background because a it sounds really good, mm-hmm. and it's just a fresh listen. It's a fun listen. So, uh, you know, I didn't. We didn't get as far as I wanted to get no. today, but uh, you know, it's about that time. But it was just fun. Sometimes it's just fun to talk. People, some people don't like when we just talk, Mark. All two of them. I know. <laughs> but it's just show you. It's like you're coming into the inside world of Mark and Lisa. Hey now. You know. Usually there's a cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're still getting our checks from Vivid. <laughs> Good Lord. We're kidding. Jeez, we're like somebody else is going. I can't believe you said that. I know, I know. That's right. We're going to get more. How can you say stuff like that? Because I can't. That's why. Relaxed. Everybody just needs to settle down. Yeah, exactly. Settle. Um, I didn't get my, I have to say my bootleg audio. Um, And then we'll be done. Um, There was in, what year was it? It was, there was a demo out that had It's My Life on it. Do you remember that one? Me? Yeah. Hello? I know. Because <laughs> I think I got it from you. <laughs> um, again, everything I probably own. One day I'm going to go on my, I have bins and bins of VHS tapes. Bins of bootleg VHS tapes. And Brian's like, oh, we got to transfer them on a DVD. It's like, honey, we'd be here forever. You know, and not just that, it's all the stuff I taped off MTV. Like I have one whole tape. Every time Reason to Live came on, I recorded it. <laughs> well, guess, was what a good song, guess what song I absolutely cannot listen to ever again? Reason to Live. Yes. There's a whole tape of it. Whole two hour VHS tape of why? I don't know. Because back remember back in the day. There was, you know, Kiss wasn't on all the time. So I just kept the tape. I do remember that was that was like number one for a long time. 
Yeah. And that's why I think I taped it because it was either between welcome to the, I, I, again, please don't quote me because I'm, you know, I'm old and I forget. Welcome to the jungle and reason to live, I think. Was that about right? Um, 87. Right. Yeah, hold on, but hold on. Um, the guns wasn't, I, again, I'm not getting into that. That whole area of my time was kind of foggy too. If you know what I mean, that was a crazy time in my life. But all I remember is I, I was very fortunate. I got right up front for the Crazy Nights tour. Uh, Bruce put a pick in my hand. That was an exciting show. Although really? I yes, I did not like the record at all. And I also hated the video, like, dee, 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 dee. I was just like, oh. <laughs> One thing I do remember, though, is I got there early and I got to listen to them do sound check. They did Love Gun like 10 times in a row. I remember it sitting came out and It came out in 1987. That's what I said. I said oh, I know. It, but Welcome, Welcome wasn't that. Welcome was like summertime big. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Summer, I mean, I'm trying to see. I'm, again, That's what I'm, I mean. I don't, I don't, I think, I think Reason to Live was out way before, or at least in the lexicon, because they had Big Rick, Big, you gotta remember, Appetite wasn't a big hit when it first came out. It, it had to build. Yeah, well, yes. Um, I didn't like them. Oh, you know I, why was... I didn't like them? Because they were, um, um, uh, the reason I didn't like them was that it, they seemed too heavy. And I guess when you compare what was happening at that time, July 21st, 1987 is when it re was released. Yes. And the kiss was already out. Really? No, I'm guessing. Oh, I don't know. I will. You would know better than I would. Um, no. Um, well, just because it was released doesn't mean that the, it, it certainly wasn't number one. At the, it I don't came out, it wait, out. it came out September 18th, 1987. So yes. that actually makes sense because remember what you just said, <laughs> Appetite for Destruction was not instant success. Far from it, far from so it. This, that makes complete sense now. If, if we're looking at Crazy Nights coming out September of 87 and Appetite for Destruction coming out in July, that makes 100% sense. What, when, do you have the Wikipedia page open? I'm sorry, say that one more time. Do you have the Wikipedia page open? For yes. Crazy? Yeah. Go to the tour. When is the Detroit date? I want to say it was in January. When of the 88. Of 88, I'm guessing. I was at the show. Um, Reason to Live was huge at that time. Yeah. Um, I was it no, yeah. I think it was the year. It was eighty. I think it was eighty-eight. No, Crazy Nights tour. Crazy Nights. Oh, geez, Louise! It's like the writing's this big. Oh. Crazy Nights tour day. I gotta like. I gotta get close to the thing. I just remember I was in college at the time. November thirteenth. Oh, is that when it was? Yes, November thirteenth. I, I remember it was cold. That's what I remember, and I remember I was in school. Jacksonville, Mississippi, was the first date. Ooh, but Detroit was November. No, Detroit was. 
I want to say uh, Detroit. Oh, it was right after Pittsburgh. January seventeenth, nineteen eighty-eight. That makes way more sense. And then Pittsburgh was um, Pittsburgh was January sixteenth. Oh. But yeah, I I that but was was Welcome to the Jungle that big by then? I want to say it hit later in the. I I could look, man. I'm probably am wrong. My point is, I don't live. Reason to live hit pretty heavy on. Let me look. Reason to Live was released as a single November 1st, 1987. Okay. So, 1987, November 1st, end of the year, which makes sense, again, because if you think about it, we went to go see him in January. That was big. It was huge already. Yeah. Again, but when was Welcome to My, Welcome to the Jungle released? I mean, I know the out here's the thing i here's another reason this is really special to me now you said that the guns was released in what july of 87 uh yes uh, appetite for destruction came out july 21st 1987 makes perfect sense i met liz in january of 88 and one of the things she always talks about when we met I was, she's like, you were just crazy for this band Guns N' Roses. You had a Guns N' Roses t-shirt on and I'd never heard of them. And I was like so into them at the time. I went to a work function with my dad and in Chicago and they had a, uh, they had Z-Rock before it was here or one of those heavy metal stations. I want to say it was the original Z-Rock. And I remember them playing, I want to say it was like, it's so easy or something. And my brother and I, my dad never used to let us like listen to the, he always had to listen to what he wanted to listen to. But I, we were, we were in Chicago. My dad's like, whatever, just listen to the radio. And I was like, oh my God, I just, the, from the second I heard it, I'm like, okay, Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses. As soon as I got home, I got home and then I had to order it because the record store didn't have it. And I oh ordered goodness. it. Yeah. And I was like way into that record right when it came out. Well, and, here's an interest. here's an interesting fact. So It's So Easy and Mr. Brownstone were the first single released, and that was June 15th of 1987. There you go. All right. And so that was the first release of June 15th. It it was almost it was like released before the album actually came out. So you got it's so easy, Mr. Brownstone. How many months later, June, July, uh, three months later, they released Welcome to the Jungle. September 28, 1987 is when Welcome to the Jungle was released. Okay, so then what you remember may be accurate as well then. That it may have been. Yep, and then Sweet Child of Mine was released a year later uh, on June 21st, 1988. And then they released Night Train in 1989. There you go. They milked it. They milked it. Amen. Well, I tell you what, um, guys, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Like I told Lisa early this afternoon, we both wanted to get out of here by 630 and it is now 648. So, uh, uh oh, uh oh, what's going on? Sorry, Adam, yeah, the Internet, my Internet's going in and out like everybody and their mom just went on the Internet. Mm. Oh, and now he just got off and it's so much better. Okay, well. 
I gotta get going. As you know, I've got to know. And you've got to run. We've all got. Yeah, to run. I know. But Jay, we had fun though. We did. I had a ball. I had a ball. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully, everybody out in uh, Three Sides Land uh, enjoyed our little discussion. Sorry that we went like all over the place, but uh, hey, that's what makes it fun, though. It did. I had a ball. I had a, I had a ball. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> you guys, next night, week. everybody. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, hold on a minute. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.